The city has a gun problem in that guns are far too readily available to far too many people. It is something I spoke about very directly at a federal government conference held late last year on acts of violence. As I've said repeatedly, this is an international problem and this is a domestic problem. There are far too many people carrying around guns in our city and our region who should not have them. That's Mayor John Tory in the aftermath of yesterday's tragic events on the Danforth, and we'll pick up on that as uh, our principal topic worthy of discussion this afternoon here on The Oakley Show. Joining me in studio, Mike Van Solen, principal at Navigator. Good afternoon, Mike. Good afternoon, John. Kim Wright is a VP at Helen Knowlton and uh, an ardent new Democrat. Kim, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Very good, and thanks for coming in. And Anthony Fury, Sun Post Media columnist and national comment editor. How's Anthony? I'm great, John. Well, you know, I was reading with interest where you wrote uh, a piece in the immediate aftermath, Toronto Psyche under siege this summer, and uh, it seems to go on unabated. You know, as a matter of fact, it was earlier uh, during the show I was mentioning another shooting out in the city's west end and uh, somebody in the hospital there, and they're looking for a gray uh, Acura, I believe it is. Uh, You know... I'm just wondering if this one falls on the political class and if they've dropped the ball insofar as uh, offering up any kind of meaningful response. Look, prayers and thoughts, all well and good, but uh, is it fair to say that this reflects poorly on the politicians, their failure to address this carnage in a practical way? Mike, let me start with you. Um, I think thoughts and uh, prayers are sort of what you offer in the morning of, but I think we uh, it is important that we zoom out a little bit and think about, uh, you know, are we handling this right? Because I know I'm certainly feeling a little bit uh, on edge. You know, the uh, I live in the Beaches neighborhood of, of Toronto, and in a couple of days we'll welcome hundreds of thousands of people there. Um, you know, my, my family members, no doubt, uh, and myself will walk up and down those streets. And it's these... Uh, you know, I saw those videos last night. I've been up on the Danforth hundreds of times, and um, the randomness of it uh, really sort of has me sort of put off and uh, and concerned. And and I do wonder. You know, this is, maybe it's not this morning. I don't know when do you point fingers, but maybe it's not uh, the time to do it today because this is still so fresh. But I don't feel like we're doing enough. And the stats, you know, the stats should tell me that I I still live in a relatively safe city, and I should feel good about that. Um, but. Uh, you know, I think Anthony's column hit the nail on the head. Um, my my psyche, and I think the city's psyche, is a little bit bruised and, and searching for answers. And, the, you know, what I know is there's way more questions than there seems to be answers uh, this afternoon. Well, and the principal question is, is there anything, again, in a practical sense that uh, we or our civic leaders, even federal, provincial leaders, can do about this to address it, Anthony? Well, well, John, I will say when we have all these events and they're disparate events, but they add up, whether it's that that vehicular young street attack or just the giant uh, guns and gangs proliferation we're seeing or this sort of urban decay, as I write about, where we're kind of telling people, oh, well, you know, it's sort of okay if you do heroin and so forth. We're not, you know, coming down hard on particularly anything. Eventually, people are going to see this sort of soft on crime, soft on terror, all of this stuff together, and they're going to start to take yet your word, and they're going to start to adjust their behavior accordingly. And I think people feel that things are kind of slipping out of their hands, and you hear people saying, are we becoming like Chicago? Are we becoming like New York? Beforehand? And people are feeling that. What, whatever the stats say, there's a feeling about that, and the assurances are, are not there. I'll tell you, John, a lot of media people I've been speaking to, not just at Post Media, but all across different companies, are saying, why aren't we hearing more? And these are people who have been doing this for years. Why Why is the RCMP just gone you know, silent? Why is CSIS? And they're maybe just looking for other stuff. They're not sure. They're poking around. I'm not saying any conspiracy thing at all, John. I'm just saying, why aren't we getting the assurances? Why aren't we being told, no, it's not this, yes, it's that, and all that sort of stuff? 
And I don't have the answers, and that's a problem, because that does frustrate people. All right, so we want to be assuaged, I guess, uh, that, you know, there are still some people in control, and uh, this isn't uh, total chaos, and uh, the random nature of these kinds of events uh, aren't the new normal. Uh, Kim, what do you make of it? Do you think there is a practical way to address this through political will, or is it a toxic society that uh, is so far gone, uh, there's no reining it back in again, it's metastasized, you know? Or is a genie out of the bottle is another way of expressing it? How do you see it? There are certainly some underlying challenges that I'm sure we'll get into during the course of the program, whether it's uh, the guns and gangs issue or if it's a mental health issue or if it's a broader uh, issue of terrorism. And no one knows and no one wants to speculate what this is. But in general, if we're going to talk about the violent crime uh, in in the city, that's part of the discussion we have to have. And it's a grown up conversation that we have to have what I found particularly interesting in the chief's comments today uh, was where he talked about there is a newness in this in Toronto's environment. And that struck me because there isn't anything new about this. David Miller was talking about this in 2005 when we had the first quote unquote summer of the gun. What What have governments been doing? Some there has been movement in some areas, but we're still seeing violence. We saw it a month but, and a half ago in the Pickering Rib Fest. But it's the random nature of it. I mean, that would just senselessly look. It's not that the gangbangers are fighting, you know, or uh, aiming at each other. I mean, it's going into cafes from the street or, you know, a van down Young Street for crying out loud, mowing uh, people down. Absolutely. And, you know, as, as I've talked about to some of the people around on this table and in other places, I was at a shooting three years ago uh, where where a gun a couple of uh, gunmen walked into a steakhouse and shot up the place. You, it changes your perspective on these things. I can't imagine what it would be like living in communities where they're seeing gun violence every single day. But it is completely terrifying when you start to think that this could be the new normal. And I think that's why you're seeing such a response today, because it is a community. The Danforth is such a community that we've all been to. Was that on uh, at Michael's on Duncan? On Simcoe, yes. On Simcoe, yeah. And uh, an individual was targeted specifically and lost his life. That was the second one. The first, I was actually at the first one where oh. it was uh, competing gang uh, gang members. Oh. Uh, oh. But you know, that's the, <laughs> the, the sad. Gonna need a program. But oh. but this poor girl, the the ten year old, you know, she's out eating ice cream on a on a on a summer's night, mm-hmm. and we can all picture what that must be like to try to empathize with this, but. We're seeing more and more violence that is hitting closer and closer to home. And whether it's on the psyche of things because we saw the Trader Joe's incident on the weekend in L.A. or if we're seeing it in other places, there is this collective what is going on in the world and how do we feel safe again? Well, uh, that's one of the uh, overarching questions. Can we ever do that and get back to that sense of innocence, complacency, or whatever it is so we can take for granted a night on the town having ice cream with the kids or so on and so forth? Let me just switch gears quickly now, Mike. Uh, there's no ID on the shooter, right? But uh, we know it's a male and 29 years of age, which tells me that they know who it is. Yeah, have to have uh, had some kind of a. Why is that not uh, something suitable for public consumption at this point? You know, so I'd have to speculate and um, think that the CSIS or the RCMP, uh, whoever's leading the investigation at this point, has their reasons, uh, whether it's notification of the family, um, whether they think there's some advantage in the investigation they're doing to still withhold that information. 
But I do think, you know, just as a citizen of the city, I think it's very frustrating to be kept in the dark, you know, and, and I, you know, I have to, we have to trust them that the, the merits and, the, and the, the process they're going through are worthwhile. But um, when you when this happens, you want answers. You 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 just give me the basics. Who is the guy? Was he a nut job? You know, let me see his Facebook page. You know, you just want to yeah. understand something about it. And uh, so I think that's what's made today so particularly painful. Well, yeah, it does sort of fill in a, a lot of the the back narrative and maybe gives us something more uh, to grasp onto. Being in the media, Anthony. I mean, I know you got your ear to the ground. Don't know if you've uh, heard anything more about the individual or can't say. Or but doesn't it frustrate you as well? from just John Q. Public's perspective versus that in the media, you, we don't know anything about the person? It's incredibly frustrating, and I myself have personally put in the request to various government departments, and I heard a little bit back from the Premier's office confirming you know, that, that Justin Trudeau and Doug Ford were chatting together. They wouldn't say exactly what was discussed. They're going to work together on, on issues, and then when you hear that you know the federal government's working with the city, what, what do you mean about that? Is it just that they're going to talk about another uh, tackling gun issue, or is there some sort of federal national security angle to it? We, we don't know. And people can't be blamed for speculating in a vacuum. And second of all, all those people who say, oh, don't speculate and wait until they tell you, that's not how it works, John. If there were no media outlets out there at all, the state media out there, as they do in you know Russia and Korea and so forth, North Korea, will tell you what they want you to know. So it is actually incumbent upon the, the media professionals, my colleagues at Post Media and the good folks at Global News, to send in an email to Public Safety Canada and CSIS RCMP and say, hey, this guy, I'm wondering, was he on a watch list, for instance? And it is absolutely incumbent upon us to ask those questions. Kim, would you agree? I agree. And one of the things that, uh, and I'm a big supporter of our police and our frontline service uh, folks, absolutely. But their communications in the last couple of incidents that we've seen, and whether it was the uh, potential for the ramming incident a couple of weeks ago or in other situations, their communications on these matters hasn't been what the public expects. They want answers or some version of answers that they can feel more comfortable with. And I think that's one of the things as these incidents continue to happen, and they will always continue to happen, sadly, that they really need to wrap their heads around how to better communicate this if they want to have a general sense that it is the safe city that we know that it is. Yeah, we're all stakeholders. I mean, it's more than just curiosity. On a need-to-know basis, I think it serves the citizenry, citizenry well, and uh, we're being kept in the dark, and that, to me, seems uh, somewhat disconcerting. Let's come back with more topics worthy of discussion, as I say, riffing on this whole notion of the tragedy on the Danforth and uh, various takeaways from that. Mike Van Solen, Kim Wright, Anthony Fury on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You know, even for seasoned officers, when you're seeing people uh, of all ages being shot and the amount of carnage, it, it's it's just definitely uh, devastating. Where where were you when this happened? Right on the patio, right in front of my face. <sighs> this is so heartbreaking. 